Hi everyone, Wes Gao here with Cardinal Coaching Solutions. Sorry for bumping my screen right there. Uh, but I'm so happy to be back here. For those of you listening on the uh, podcast recording of this, just know full disclosure here that I'm also capturing this as a video. Uh, but when I say back, I think the last podcast that I captured was like end of July. So took a little time off, stepped away from the world, uh, did some vacation, made some memories, got as much rest as I could. Uh, but here we are on the first day of September and I'm so happy to be back with you. Hope that you are well, wherever you're listening, uh, however you are making it in our world uh, of COVID and of election and unrest and everything else that's going on. Truly, uh, from my heart, I'm wishing you well. I've got some projects that are in the works. Um, if you listened to the last podcast, you heard me share about first novel, my debut novel, and the, the correlation there between what I do as a coach and just in the last month to just see friends and family posting their copies of the book Balm Riverview, posting their copies, sharing their copies has been so, so restorative for my heart, my soul. So thank you so much for that. It means the absolute world to me. Uh, if you haven't gotten a copy, I'd love for you to read it. It's a part of my story. It, it was in my bones uh, and it was very therapeutic uh, for me to write and share that. I've got one other project that is almost ready to be unveiled. I'm so, so excited about it. It's a resource. It's a journaling resource. It's something that I envision. I, I wanted to exist for a long time. I kept imagining myself reaching for it uh, and utilizing it, and uh, it didn't exist. And so I was able to bring it into fruition. So I'll share more about that later. But what I want to do today is, um, first of all, just kind of re-emerge and say hello. But I want to share a few thoughts from a movie I recently watched, my wife and I recently watched. I'm super late to this party. I'm titling this episode, The Greatest Episode. <laughs> Hopefully it's not. But it's I'm, I, I'm calling it that after the movie, The Greatest Showman. I can't remember when this was released. It's probably a couple years old by now, at least. For one reason or another, I don't know what, I just didn't hop on the train when it got released. But man, it hit me. It hit me in so many different ways. I'm sure it's not for everyone. Um, it's not without its flaws. But I want to share a couple big takeaways from me for that. And of course, that's what, you know, that's what all of these podcasts and, and video captures are. And I'm just sharing with you my leading growth edge in the hopes that maybe it's beneficial for you. Um, a couple of things just in general I loved about the movie. Um, I loved that my kids could watch it and they loved it. Uh, the soundtrack has got some great hooks to it, man. It's got some really good melodies. I, they've been in my head ever since you know we watched the movie. But there are two key points that really landed for me. Like I just, I felt their impact. Okay. And so of course, spoiler alert right now. Okay. But if you haven't seen it, go see it. All right. So ironically, the, the two parts that hit me were basically the beginning and the end of the movie. Kind of this nice, even symmetrical bookend here. Here's the first one, okay? This, the movie opens with the character of Hugh Jackman as the ringmaster uh, of this circus. Um, the whole troupe is kind of coming out into the center stage. They're doing this dance and the song. And then there's this really cool kind of 
devolution that happens where slowly the characters around Hugh Jackman fade, the crowd fades, the music stops. He's kind of left wondering where did everybody go? What's happening? And then there's this really cool fade from him, from Hugh Jackman, to this young boy, maybe nine or ten years old, who's looking in a shop window at a display of a top hat and a really nice coat. And the little boy's face is perfectly framed in between the hat and the coat. And what we realize is that this boy was imagining himself growing up to be this character of Hugh Jackman as this ringmaster of of some show that didn't yet exist. The circus didn't exist at that point. And what really landed for me was this boy saw himself becoming this person, this man, this uh, manifestation of adulthood and bringing something into fruition that didn't yet exist. He saw it. And not just saw it. Let's dive deeper into that. He heard it. He heard the music. He smelled the sense of that environment. Again, it didn't exist at that point, but maybe he smelled just kind of the what the building would be like, the peanuts, the animals, the crowd. He sensed that manifestation. Oh, I got to admit, the first time I saw it, I, I really appreciated that fade and that play there, but I, I missed that importance of he saw this. Now, the story goes on to show you that the boy did become that. And of course, we know this. We know the story of the hero's journey. He didn't. That was not an easy road to get there. A lot of risk, a lot of hardship, a lot of throwing things against the wall and a lot of things not working. And then finally some traction. But anyway, what hit me was for me personally, I'm talking to myself here, Wes, taking time, pull yourself away from the devices from the influencer feeds, from the the incessant 24-7 news cycle. Pull yourself away from all of those, the avatars and the character limits and all of it. Pull yourself away from all that long enough. Carve out enough time. Pull yourself away from your kids, your family, and allow yourself time to envision. You have to create time and space and margin for that deepest inner longing within you. And I'm, and I'm pointing down into my soul. You have to create time and space and quiet and solitude for that part of you to speak. And it's my belief. And again, I'm, I'm saying all this to myself. That part of you is going to have to speak through a lot of other clutter. It's going to take time for you to hear that voice. There's, so even if you pull yourself away, even when you create time and margin, you sit alone on your couch, your front porch, whatever, you're still going to have the aftershocks of the volume of this world going through your mind. So this is going to have to be a discipline, Wes, that, that's kind of a long play here, but got to allow that deepest inner longing to speak so that you can become who you are meant to become. You can serve how you're supposed to serve in this world. So that's the first thing that hit me. The second thing 
is the towards the end of the movie, it's the flip side of that coin. It's this balance where, yes, that boy becomes that man, becomes Hugh Jackman. The circus now exists and he lost sight of it and he got distracted by all the bright lights. That's a line in the movie there. So he loses sight. He loses sight of the things that are most important to him, which is his family, his wife, his two young daughters. That's that's probably part of the reason why that hit me. Um, I'm a husband and father, and um, you know, a dad to two young daughters. So I resonated a lot with that. Um, so he here he is in this movie. He's he's lost sight of his family. It's crumbling around him. You know, they're they're no longer living together. But he has this this realization, this moment of coming back to, I lost sight of what was most important. And the end of the movie, again, spoiler alert, I love this. The end of the movie, he vacates the role of ringmaster. He passes the baton, almost literally. It's his, his cane and his top hat he gives to his understudy, his apprentice. I no longer need to be the center of attention. And he races out of the... Um, out of the circus, out of the tent, and he goes to meet his family. And there's this shot of him sitting in the audience watching his two daughters at a ballet recital. Now, he's he's just dad, husband, father, like, like all the other people in the audience. He's just a member of the audience. He's not the center of attention here right now. And one of the songs, the soundtrack to the circus that he's singing in the circus of it has a couple lines of it's everything you ever want, it's everything you ever need. And the, the movie ends with him sitting down in the audience next to his wife. And he's quietly singing these words to himself as he's watching his daughters. It's everything you ever want. It's everything you ever need. What hit me about that was on the one hand envision Allow your inner voice to speak because it's future oriented. Who are you becoming? What do you need to let go of? What risks do you need to take? What do you need to add on to? So there is that future orientation. And then there's also in the same posture, I'm holding both my hands up now. There's don't lose sight of the present. Don't, don't get, and this is definitely me. I'm, I'm very future oriented. I can easily lose perspective in valuing the present because I'm so future focused. And that was a really good reminder in all of my planning. You know, here I am as a small business owner launching a business. I'm, I'm, I'm creating things all the time. I'm trying things. I'm picking up the pieces from something that didn't work, shoveling off the floor, sweeping off the floor from <clears throat> some idea that didn't work and, and throwing the next one out there. And as I'm doing all of that, you know, in service of a future, I've got to take time to pause and go, don't lose the moment. Wes, if you're at the park with your kids, chase them around the park. Chase them around the pool. Chase them around the house. Bounce them on the trampoline. And do those things um, fully. Be fully present. Don't do them with a mind that's thinking of, man, I'm feeling the inner tension of, I really need to get back to that email. I really need to get back to that website that I'm creating. Don't. Don't spend so much time thinking about the future that you lose perspective on the value of the present. So those are the two parts that really landed for me. Uh, and I'd love to hear your comments. Throw, throw, or uh, love to hear your takeaways if you've seen it. Throw them into the chat here. Leave a comment. Really powerful. The greatest showman 
Uh, here we are on the greatest episode. No, I hope there are many, many more great episodes to come. And I'm so happy to be back with you. Um, if there's any questions you have about coaching, maybe we can work together. If that's something you're interested in, uh, shoot me an email, Wes, W-E-S, at cardinalcoachingsolutions.com. Wishing you all health and wellness. Take care. We'll do this again soon.